Fast Like Daniel by Scott Williams. Chapter 9. Define Your Victory. Daily Scripture. So the decree was issued to put the wise men to death, and men were sent to look for Daniel and his friends to put them to death. When Arioch, the commander of the king's guard, had gone out to put to death the wise men of Babylon, Daniel spoke to him with wisdom and tact. He asked the king's officer, Why did the king issue such a harsh decree? Arioch then explained the matter to Daniel. At this, Daniel went into the king and asked for time so that he might interpret the dream for him. Then Daniel returned to his house and explained the matter to his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. He urged them to plead for mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery so that he and his friends might not be executed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. During the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven. Daniel 2, verses 13 through 19. Daily Devotional If you've ever seen a street corner preacher yelling at passerbys, then you've seen someone who isn't going to be winning a lot of people to God's kingdom. They may be speaking truth, but they often aren't speaking with love or tact. Daniel was a master of tact, so much so that it's even pointed out in the scriptures. When Arioch is sent to Daniel to kill him, along with all the other so-called wise men, Daniel uses both wisdom and tact. When Daniel hears that the king has sentenced him and all the other wise men to death, he doesn't respond by getting loud and obnoxious. He doesn't say, catch me if you can. He responds with discretion. But then he shows his bravery by asking to see the king. That takes boldness, confidence, faith, and sheer guts. But pay attention to what kind of courage it is. This isn't senseless courage or bravado. That would be taking up a sword and trying to fight the men the king sent to kill them. Daniel displayed a courage of conviction in this story and others throughout his lifetime. Daniel was so deeply convicted by what he believed that God was with him that he acted on it in ways that were wise and full of tact. And he was promoted again and again for his wisdom and integrity. This kind of courage leads to victory, but it only comes from a deep place. The other so-called wise men don't know God. Their wisdom came from a shallow place, but Daniel's resource ran deep. Daniel regularly met with God who dwells with him through fasting, prayer, and the scriptures classic spiritual disciplines designed to draw us closer to God. Because of Daniel's closeness to God, and because of the strength of his conviction that serving God was better than any other outcome, Daniel didn't just survive in a culture that was hostile to his faith, he thrived. He excelled and grew in respect and reputation with those around him, but victory by the world's standards was not what drove Daniel. Daniel sought success in God's terms. Define your victory. In this section, I'm urging you to approach your prayer life with specific, powerful prayers. I have found it important to define specifically what victory looks like for me as a believer, and I believe that's exactly what Daniel was doing. To someone else, victory in Daniel's situation may have looked like simple survival. Away from faith and family, Daniel could have hoped to just blend in and not make waves, hoping to fade into the background, stay out of harm's way, and avoid getting killed. He could have taken on the values of the Babylonians and thought that victory would look like rising through the political ranks until he had power and could use it to get some revenge or for his own benefit and pleasure. Instead, Daniel saw victory as serving God as a faithful, devoted follower of God and his standards, even as a foreigner in a strange and hostile land. 
He saw drawing closer to God as his victory, no matter what it cost him. He showed conviction and never backed down or compromised, and to him, that was victory. The CEO of Hobby Lobby, David Green, is an amazing example of standing boldly on his beliefs, convictions, and honoring God by being faithful. David Green is one of Forbes' top billionaires and emphatically believes that his $5.1 billion empire belongs to God. As a result, he leads and makes decisions with that belief at its core. This resulted in him challenging government decisions and regulations he believed to infringe on his Christian convictions. Those challenges made it all the way to the Supreme Court, and Hobby Lobby was victorious. At a commencement ceremony for Oral Roberts University, David Green said, If you're very successful and you're not seeing people, whatever you're doing out there, coming to know the Lord, you really got to ask if you're doing anything that's going to help for eternity. Green went on to tell the audience, We all should be concerned about bringing others to know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. God has a call for each one of our lives, he said. The Bible has already told you your calling. It's whatever. Your job is to be faithful at whatever God puts in front of you. He concluded, if we know the Lord and follow through on our decisions to drive these stakes into the ground, we can say, as Paul said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. In doing so, we all change our world. That's how he defines victory. So what is victory to you specifically? Is it to just survive this season as a student at a new school? This job environment that's so counter to your Christian values? This relationship that's falling apart? Are you hoping to simply make it? Or is victory growing and thriving according to the Lord's standards? It's time to examine your idea of victory and success. Is it based on your income, possessions, likes, shares, retweets? Or is it based on the values that God holds? Daniel chose God's standards, and it positioned him to interpret the king's dream when no one else could. God knew he was humble and would do whatever he asked, so God was able to move mightily through Daniel's humble conviction, and he gave Daniel the victory over and over. David Green from Hobby Lobby has been known as one of the most generous CEOs on the planet and has even written a book called Giving It All Away and Getting It All Back, The Way of Living Generously. As a result of his humble, generous conviction, Hobby Lobby and the Green family continue to see victory upon victory upon victory. That's actually how it works in God's economy. What does your victory look like? Ask God for it and then pray and fast as you await the right time to receive it. Daily Journal. Number one, whose standards have you used to define victory and success? How has that impacted your life so far? Number two, is success in God's eyes truly fulfilling for us? Why or why not? Number three, who does God want to benefit from your victories? Daily prayer. God, would you show me what your victories look like in my life? Help me hear from you and then pray according to your will. Help me understand this scripture today as I seek your victory in my life. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Matthew 6, 33. Thank you for hearing this prayer in Jesus' name. Fasting tip, give it. This is a terrific time to practice generosity. There's something about giving that has a way of shaking up things within us. It doesn't have to be money, but give something, your time, your knowledge, your skills, your prayers. Let it cost you something. 
However you do it, give and watch God return it to you, pressed down, shaken together, and overflowing as he pours it back into your lap. Join me tomorrow for chapter 10, Lord Help.